you're listening to the Boo Boys Podcast. All right. Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Kelly. I'm Elijah. And we're the Boo Boys. This week, Elijah is our special handy-dandy guest, and he's going to join us in a, I don't know, a tale. It's not really a tale. I mean, I guess there are three ideas more so than any theories. Hypotheses. They're legends. Legends. I was way off. Yeah, you know. That's how we always are. We're always wrong. It's just how it is. But people like us for it. It's an internet internet podcast. What do you expect? I still listen. Yeah. Our first topic of the night is going to be about the Black Angel of Iowa. Huh? Yep. I didn't see it while I was there. Hmm. What is it? You know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. Opened in 1843, Oakland Cemetery has over 40 acres of land. Anybody can basically be buried in it if they want to, but when it was first opened up, it was... Uh, Protestant? That's the one. Protestant. Yeah. I mean, they are Protestant, but... Catholics were typically buried near the St. Joseph Cemetery further in town, and there was another cemetery further in for the Jewish people, and they are very serious about their Catholic... Not anymore. No, in Iowa they still are. No. According to this, everybody gets buried there now. Oh, I know. I mean, like, but, like, you can't be buried in a Catholic cemetery unless you are, like, Catholic. That's... that's Try me. That's what I meant. (laughs) No one's allowed. But essentially, this is the, the main cemetery that most people get buried in now in... In Iowa City. So, I guess I've been here. Okay. Yeah, surprising you don't know about it, though. I don't know about this legend, no. You call yourself a boo boy. We visited a haunted bookstore. Does that count? And it was not haunted at all, by the way. It was not. It was such a letdown. Like, it was a cute little bookstore, but it was like, nothing here is even remotely creepy. It's like very false advertising. Maybe it was a nice ghost. Maybe it was upstairs. We didn't go upstairs. But I don't know if we were allowed I mean, it's a nerd. It's probably a nerd ghost. Now I think about it, probably very shy. It was the kind of bookstore that there's a, like a sign on the door that says "Don't let the cats out." Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about so that. So maybe the ghost is just reading, not bothering people. Could have been. It was a very quiet Friday. 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 Yeah. So Teresa Feldbert ventured out of Iowa for the first time and was basically revered as a legend because it was the 1800s and getting out of Iowa just wasn't known to happen often. I'm, tra- not on, I'm not on the books for that. <laughs> she traveled around the world, even saw the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Damn. And she was able to return married with her first husband, and they had a son. Unfortunately, that son died while he was a teenager, and they buried him in the Oakland, uh, yeah, Oakland Cemetery. Ooh. So because she buried her son at a young age, she actually had a Czech artist create this big bronze angel thing to sit over her son's grave and like look down on him and so forth. I think I have seen this thing. I didn't know, like, like I said, it was not on the legend, but like... Right. It was placed in 1915 and her son had already been essentially kind of in the grave for a little over 10 years at that time. Um, but that's just how long it took to really get that bronze angel out there. Because it was created in Chicago and then transferred over to Iowa and it's not like they had trucks and everything. And trains and shit. I mean, they had trains, well, for yeah, sure. But, like, that's So Teresa and her second husband, uh, quite a while later, about 10 years later, finally died. And (laughs) finally, (laughs) their ashes bitch out of here. I'm trying to get to the interesting part. (laughs) (laughs) They finally died and um, her husband died before her and his ashes were spread along the base of this angel. And then in 1924, when she passed away, her ashes were spread upon the base of the angel as well. 
on the actual statue of where the angel is, it has the, the date that her son was born and died and the date that her second husband was born and died. But on hers, it just has when she was born with no actual end date, which strikes people as kind of weird. Yeah. Well, that's ominous, yeah. Right? Spooky. So originally when this angel was created, it was made of bronze. And after she died, it very quickly started to turn black, starting at the eyes and slowly going from the face and then eventually the whole thing. Where um, they documented that it started at the eyes? Right. This angel is over eight feet tall and is just really ominous because it's not just like an angel that's like sitting there, right? It's like looking down. It's like hovering. Like a yeah. weeping angel. Like a, yeah. It's like a thing. And yeah. the, the wings are all oh. big and everything like that. So to see it start turning black kind of freaked people out in the early 1900s. So obviously science comes in and you think about the fact that bronze is able to oxidize really easily, especially in a place like Iowa where it's going to like snow and dirt and this and that. It's going to all affect it. But... The weird thing is, is how quickly it started happening right when she first died. So rumors started going around that Teresa was actually a witch. And she was changing the color of the angel after she died as just a way to kind of keep people away. But it doesn't really sound like it would work that way because it doesn't sound like she was a malicious person. Like she did this angel thing for her son and all this and that. So I don't really think that's, that's the reason. But the second reason most people rumor to say is that she made a wish to her second husband on his deathbed that she would stay faithful even after death. But he died first. <clears throat> and some people think that maybe she didn't keep up that secret. And so what happened is when she finally died, he put a curse on the angel that caused it to turn black and then essentially cursed the angel in itself. So he was dead and he put a curse on it? Yeah. You can curse something from the afterlife? I mean, I guess if you're powerful enough. Jesus. I mean, have you ever held a grudge for a really long time? <laughs> Not like my whole life, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I ever held a, held a grudge that I could cast. I think you lack dedication. Yeah. Also, not dead, so I wouldn't know. So. That's a fair point. Still like, dead. who knows how much time you yeah. have to actually think about things when you're yeah, dead? Like how many years do you need to hold a grudge? I mean, how much of a grudge <laughs> would you get if you, like, got to stick around and see your now live wife? banging somebody else and you're dead and you're just yeah, that like, might do. wow, that what might a hoe! Yeah, like, you can't you just... promise! <laughs> You can't just have the mindset, apparently, of just like, you know, well, you know, it is a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like, I died when I was like 40. That's what, like 40 more years for her? Probably. Damn. People die older. Yeah. It's that meat and potatoes diet. You'd think that'd cause a lot of blockage. Apparently not. They fucking, they survive heart attacks, like, so hardcore. They're hearty stock. So it said if you lay a single finger on the statue and you're not a virgin, you'll die. It's like the black flame candle. Wow, that's skipping some steps, I think. Yeah. What, how did that start? A non-virgin said they were a virgin and touched it and died. <laughs> um, <laughs> one girl, like immediately or like just later? Depends. One girl said, was said to have kissed the feet of the statue and died within six months. Now, was that because the statue was cursed or because she has some weird bronze iron foot, foot fetish, fetish that, yeah, you like, know, tetanus got to her before she could do anything about it. That's just not sanitary. Right? I mean, gross. toes are gross in general, especially when they're not, oh, like, over 100 years old. Well, like, yeah. like, black mold covered Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and <laughs> ash, dead people's ashes, like, scattered <laughs> all around them. Right, like, and it's a cemetery in Iowa, so it's, like, really, like, it's a very moist environment. Like, that's gonna be a lot of, like, mildew. Oh, yeah. Mold and that's like probably black. It's not oxidized. It's just got a layer of mold on it's it. It's probably like black <laughs> lichen or something. Just you know like, what? 
That's where that free shabakadu comes from. <laughs> Found it. One guy was said to have had a heart attack on the spot upon laying his hand on the forehead of the angel. How could so, he reach it? Apparently he's like fucking eight feet tall. Just jumping I mean, up there. You're really tall. You could probably touch it. That's I true. mean, usually like an eight foot angel, they're talking about like with the pedestal, like maybe you could stand on the pedestal and then touch the head of the angel. Maybe. Or is the angel like, I don't know, it's like, it's still pretty high. Maybe you got a ladder. Well, from what I read, it's eight feet, the actual angel, but it sits on a four-foot tall pedestal. Oh, uh, so, like, so it's 12 feet tall. So he'd have to, like, jump. He'd probably jump. And then, Just give it a little... You know what? Foot. He jumped and he High touched five. it. And, he, and then he missed the landing and fell off that four-foot pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's he, he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. the, real vi- the real killer is gravity. <laughs> Some say if you're pregnant and you walk under the wings of the angel, you'll have a miscarriage. <laughs> That's fucking rude. That's like <laughs> really specific. But You're also like useful for later, Iowa right? City girls. Right? How many of you sorority girls don't want to pay 50 bucks for plan B? Walk by this fucking cemetery. Who's <laughs> tired of falling downstairs? No, Mama, so I didn't go to Planned Parenthood. It was the angel statue. <laughs> I don't know what this... Just some pregnant girl walking next th- next to this fucking statue. This angel just turns and goes, no, no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she so willing to cause miscarriages? Why doesn't she just like vasectomy them as they walk by for a guy? That'd be so much simpler. Yeah, exactly. That's not, that's not a death, though. I mean, it's not like, like. I mean, a miscarriage isn't really a death. Yeah. Not at that state. Not really. I mean, if you're like an expecting mother, you might treat it like such, but. Nah. It's a clump of cells. They make it happen. Yeah. It's a clump of cells. I feel like. like uh, depending no, on like, how no, early like, like it is. A, a miscarriage could be like a. A miscarriage could be like really late term. Like it could just be. Oh, like, damn, that's way more than I was thinking. Like, it's, it's, that could be a pretty traumatic experience for someone. Well, I feel like you shouldn't be risking it then. <laughs> oh no, I didn't say it was. It was. You know, maybe you don't. Maybe the miscarriage, you don't know when it happens, and it happens like you walk under the angel and it was like six months ago. You didn't even know you were pregnant. No. And then. Fuck, I had a well, miscarriage. then you just think you had your period. Like a really bad one. It could happen at any point in pregnancy. It could be like later. Yeah, but if yeah. you didn't know you were pregnant, then you'd probably just think you were getting your period. Yeah. I don't, well, I think you're like assuming that the angel have, has like an instant miscarriage. Like it could be later in your oh, pregnancy. Oh, you're saying you know? like you're pregnant, you don't know, you wander yeah. into the angel, and then later you're like, oh, I lost my baby. Yeah, like, yeah, like, weeks I mean, like later. one person, yes. one person who walked into the angel, touched it, died six months later. Right? That's so true. it's the same right. thing with the miscarriage. Yeah, oh, it's pretty inconsistent how long this angel takes to. Yeah. Kind of do their thing. So. Maybe she's a snowbird. I mean, she's got the wings. Exactly. So I want to point something out. We just saw a picture of that angel for people that need the subtitles on this show. And <laughs> it is way more metal looking than I personally thought. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, Czech, it's Czech. It's not, it's not an pretty. American angel. It's, yeah. yeah. It's intense. Like, you guys said weeping angel. And I thought like hands together like, no, oh, you like, guys are dead. No, this angel. She's like, like yeah, this angel's got like the wing and the arm out at the same time. Like, you motherfuckers are dead now. You're in my game world now. Questions? Comments? Concerns? <laughs> Always concerns. Like, yeah. I love what the inconsistency of it. For me, it just seems like this is just the perfect excuse to like blame something on. You I'm know? a little concerned about the pictures I'm finding on Google Images. There's like people just like fucking leaning on this thing. Yeah, because a lot of them don't believe the curse. I mean, that's fair, but like, I mean, that die. lady looks like a virgin, though. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. She's probably safe, but like this chick. You no, know, looking at that statue, though, every time you see like a gothic statue in 
movies in cemeteries are always like that black color anyways. Like, why was it unexpected that it turned black? That it happened so fast. Yeah, that it yeah. turned it black literally, so like, fast. Maybe it rained that night, and they're like... <laughs> but bronze shouldn't be oxidizing that fast. Well, how quick was it between the start... Well, what year was it put up? What year did it start oxidizing? And, and when did was it completely oxidized? It was put up in 1915. 1915. She died in 1924. And okay. it started oxidizing immediately after her ashes were scattered. And how long did it take from when it immediately started oxidizing to being completely black. I don't know. It started in the eyes and worked its way down. They didn't say how long it took for it to move. It starts in the eyes. You know what we'll need to do here? Because we have a resident scientist here. Yes. Oh, no. exactly. We we just need to replicate this with an experiment. Yeah. So we'll just need an eight. I'll get back to you guys in eight years. All right. <laughs> all I'm asking for are results. Give your results. I'm not going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the scientific process. I don't mind being wrong. All right, well, give me 20%. <laughs> Hold up. So I don't mind being wrong. I definitely mind being poor. <laughs> when New Orleans was just a baby-built city, there was an eastern road that led to what seemed like an abandoned wooded area. Deep in the woods, of course, wasn't as abandoned as it was uh, assumed. And when people found the things that they uh, saw in this wooded area, they uh, assumed they were devil creatures and that they were breeding with their own offspring and becoming less and less human per day. Nothing worse than incestuous devil, devil is, creatures. The hills have eyes in New Orleans. These creatures were called the Grunch Road Gremlins. The what? <laughs> Sounds like a fucking band. The Grunch Road <laughs> Gremlins? Correct. Like the Grinch, but with a U. Correct. Grunch. Yep. Mm. All these things are now just Jim Carrey to me. Like someone took the word granola and the word crunch and like yeah, granola crunch. Grunch. <laughs> Grunchy California people. Oh no. It's when you need a gluten-free lunch, but you don't want to seem too douchey, so you're just gonna go out for grunch, right? And go uh, grunch. <laughs> the objective was failed, though. Grunch. Farmers in the area claimed that their goats would go missing, and they would blame Grunch Road for it. Soon people began to disappear, and that's when uh, the city of New Orleans started to get a little bit more worried about it. Yeah, goats are worried. So the Gruncher said to leave goats and dogs wounded on the side of the road. And what they the fuck? await for people to be attracted to the sad animal. And when you get out of your car to go help the animal, that's when they get you and they pull you deep into the woods and you're never heard from again. I don't it's, like their bait. That upset me a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's said to be a Chewbacca-esque. Uh, kind it's of said race? to be a Chewbacabra-esque. Yeah. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacabra. <laughs> 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 you hear it coming? Yeah, he just he's like, just going to check oh, up. Lord. Oh, Lord, coming. <laughs> Just gonna sit, check up on this wounded goat slash dog creature, like, oh no. And then all of a sudden, hold on to it! <laughs> <laughs> Never tell me <laughs> So it's said to be a chupacabra type beast, and it is able to blend easily into its own surroundings. It says to have the legs of a goat, and it's the size of a large man, and he likes to hide within the tall grass, has sharp teeth and claws, and just, you know. Obviously, strong enough to carry a person deep into the woods. Well, yeah, he's a large goat man. Sure, he's Chewbacca. Yeah. One story states that a voodoo priestess, Marie Laveau, uh, attempted to castrate the creature in order to keep it from reproducing. Though, once attempted, the wiener fell out of her hand and turned into a smaller version of the creature, and they both overtook her, beat her up, and ditched into the middle of the woods. And so, uh, 
That didn't work out very well. So it, it reproduces by mitosis. Mm-hmm. So this here. sounds like a horrific movie to watch. Great God. So the moral of the story with the Grunch is uh, don't get out of your car when you see a dying animal on the side of the road in New Orleans. Yeah, I guess. Is this like an old New Orleans tale or like a more it recent It started happening when New Orleans was first becoming a city mm-hmm. back in like the late 1800s or mm-hmm. mid-1800s. And uh, it, I'm a, I guess it's still happening because they're saying don't get out of your car. So I'm assuming if people are well, at least somewhat modern day getting out of a vehicle to wow. check on the animals. I saw a lot of weird pictures of what these so-called grunches look like, and none of them look exactly the same, <laughs> and not in like a good way. Nobody. It's a lot of fan art. Pretty much. Concerns. No, they sound like mean ones. I mean, have they ever like done a formal investigation to the woods? Do you want to? I mean, no. But... Fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Like, and are there like Blue boys going on an adventure? We going <laughs> hunting boys. <laughs> I need to find that crunch. I'm not the one gonna say no to it. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be like a supernatural episode based on us at some point. No, they're not last done. season. No shit. They actually mean it this time. Yeah. Season fifteen is the end. Alright. Okay. 15. I figured that would be the case at season five. Alright. Fuck you, season five. Season five was the ending point. It did not get bad until season eight, thank you. No, season five was the best point for it to end, is my point. A logical conclusion. But yes, it did get bad at season eight. Yeah. Like, it went off the rails. Like, okay, bye. Huck-wudgie! <laughs> <laughs> it's a Native American word. Sorry. Probably didn't say it right, because I never say anything right. So you just got it out in one breath. Yeah, like, huck-wudgie! It supposedly means little man of the woods, following a trend here, you know, like brownies. Right. Usually found in Delaware and said to be around four to five feet tall, they are said to be the spirits of the forest. They are able to appear and disappear at will, as well as use magic, launch poison arrows, and create fire. They are also known for luring people into their deaths. Native Americans believe that the Pukwudgie used to be kind to humans, and something caused them to uh, change their mind, you know, like something like being stolen, I don't know. Could be anything. They uh, have the ability to shapeshift into other animals and can even somewhat shapeshift into a kind of human, kind of porcupine-esque looking thing. Like the thing from The Witcher? Kind of. Like a troll almost. It's like me when I wake up in the morning like looking a... for snacks. Or... Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's, that might also be me. That... You have to engage your natural defenses when you go to the fridge. Yeah, it's for the best. They're said to stalk humans as well as make them forget their own memories. Like you could just be chilling and one starts stalking you and then all of a sudden, poof, he has no idea who you are. They kidnap people and children and they'll even push you off a cliff if you're standing too close to one. That's fucking rude and oddly specific. They're willing to attack with knives and spears as well as use pocket sand for a quick getaway. Pocket sand! Pocket sand! Just a little one. They are said to mainly resemble humans. They have small snouts and large ears, lips, and fingers. More so commonly referred to as trolls, goblins, or leprechauns. Huh. Uh-huh. So, the little forest. isn't a puck wedgie one of the American wizardry school's animals? Correct. Uh, what's her name? Rowling yeah. did write a character off the puck wedgie and mm-hmm. called it puck wedgie. But her version of it is a watered down, like friendly version. Well, yeah. Disney five, but like J.K. Rowling, so you know, mm-hmm. Universal. Well, what was, what was oh, the Universal. four things for the Wizardry School? 
It's like a puff wedgie and then like Thunderbird and I think I got puff wedgie. That's why I remember it. A jackalope? Yeah, it might be. Mm-hmm. I no. I'm not I, the person to ask. Yeah. I like I like Hogwarts. I like Harry Potter, but I'm not like that into it. So the one who got a Harry Potter color was like the person I was. <laughs> Did I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> I also have a big fat golden snitch necklace. He's gonna be wearing it around. Yeah. It's got a watch in it. Okay, it is the Wampus, the oh, Puckwudgie, yeah. the Thunderbird, and the Horned Serpent. Ooh, I either got the Wampus or the Puckwudgie. I know, I know because I was neither not happy with either. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the Thunderbird. Yeah, it was not the Thunderbird for sure. Different areas. Uh, the local region that the animal or creature has been seen have different ideas about how they kind of behave. Over in the Greater Lakes area, they believe that they are rambunctious, but pretty much harmless, like just leave them alone or leave you alone, it's whatever. Though uh, in the Northeast, they believe that if you are disrespecting them, that they can easily become violent and you shouldn't even attempt to interact with them. So are these cross Indian tribes um, kind of mythological creatures, you think? Potentially. Or are they just one tribe? Then? It's multiple tribes, but they all have similar uh, roots. Yeah, and okay. like understanding of different like creatures and stuff. So they all have similar myths and lores and stories, even though they might have like differences to be more specific to their area or their specific tribe. Even though ugly and small, they supposedly smell like flowers and sweet things. Hmm. That's cute. Probably to lure you in. I was going to say, yeah. what an odd draw. It's the one monster I've heard so far that wears perfume. I figured it'd be something you'd be interested in, because it sounds like something you would do for d and I mean, I will neither confirm nor deny that on the air. You have so many other times, though. But I like, you know, like plants. Yeah, but if we don't talk about it, I can't use the D&D tag, and then people won't know what we're talking about. Oh, that's a fair point. <laughs> All right. Comments? It makes me, it makes me think of, like, a... Uh, smaller version of like the Wendigo because like, I remember like the Wendigo was like something that kind of like threw me off but they don't eat people no but like they lure people and like that's the thing that threw me off for that creature too like from, yeah like I thought it was like this big hulking monster that just like did like, just like yeah. rampage it's actually a pretty I smart creature pretty like in the little bit I know about Native American it's like there's a lot of temptation and like luring you into like doing things than it is like outright just like this is a monster that's, that's going to kill you. Yeah. It's See, like, and like the Wendigo, they lure you in so that they can eat you to essentially try to fill a hole that they can't ever fill but with this creature, it only lures you to bring you turmoil and like kill you basically. Right. It's right. not doing anything after that. It's just like, haha. Right. Just for fun. And it was mainly like that like, you know, luring thing that got me with it. So. Right. Like they don't just like ambush and fuck you up. Yeah. Any other questions, comments, or concerns? Alright. Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Kelly. I'm Elijah. And we're the Boo Boys. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're doing really well on Instagram. If you uh, hit us up on Twitter, we'll always message you back as soon as possible. Continue listening to us on any podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. If you know anybody that doesn't have the same podcasting uh application that you do we're on so many other ones you can tell them to listen to us on literally anything soon to hopefully be up on youtube not currently there yet trying but failing 
And if you're our 1,000th follower on Instagram, maybe you'll win a pony. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But go ahead and follow <laughs> us on everything. We're the Blue Boys. Bye.